So, is it just a war? Or is it World War III? Let's go. Look deeper into what you think you see. Feel for what you think you hear. Break free from the chains of an illusion. The realist juggernaut. There's a powerful force in realism. Welcome to The Realist Juggernaut. I'm your host, John Neff. Always remember, there's a powerful force in realism where being real is always important. There are too many fake people in this world and they will lie to you. And I mean lie to you to get what they want. So be a juggernaut. Welcome folks. How are you today? I have so much on my mind lately that it took me a good while to get on this camera and say what I have to say. I'm astounded by what's going on in this world. And I'm sure a lot of you are who are waking up. Um, I've been awake since 2004. And there's one person I have to thank for that. And that's Alex Jones. I started listening to him... That was about early 2004 when I started listening to him. And uh, after a couple of months of listening to him and watching some of his videos and stuff, I realized that there are possibilities in this world that go unchecked. And somehow we just look past them. Probably because we trust the people that we put into office. And unfortunately, you can't trust <laughs> you can't trust who you put in office. You have to always keep them in check. You have to always check for all the balances. But unfortunately, we're in a situation because we got sloppy people in the government. And they are bringing us to a future where there is no future. And unfortunately, that's where everything's going. Um, I sit back and I watch all these videos that the media has crushed and hid. So a lot of people don't get the information. And that's unfortunate. Because censorship is taking control. It's taking control of our lives. And it's changing people. Some people are very afraid. Some people are very passive. And those people who are very passive are the ones bringing us to this ridiculous future. That's even if we have a ridiculous future. We may not even get there. We have a lot going on behind closed doors. And... I hate to say it, but COVID-19 is 
their excuse to shut everything down in the world was a distraction. That's a fact. But uh, what I'm more, I think, upset about is the fact that people were so passive about what was really going on that they didn't even bother to check or question. So what do we do? I have no answer for that. Except for try to pass on the word and do my best to try to wake people up to what's really going on in this world. Um, you know, Infowars is, is the tip of the spear. You know what I mean? They are the ones that are waking people up constantly and doing the hard work. People like me, we just relay the message. Um, and hopefully, and in hopes that, that, that people listen and do the homework on their own. I always tell everybody on my shows to do your own homework. You know, the information's out there. You just got to look for it. You just can't be lazy. Um, a lot of people are lazy and passive. And, and it's bringing us to really bad time in our lives. Um, you know, y- y'all are being lied to left and right. You know, they hate to say it um, between, you know, the Democrats and the Republicans. You know, they're both lying. You know, some people in the party, not all of them. Um, Democrats more so, but, uh, you know, I, I hope you guys are paying attention because we're, we're going into a world war three. We're already there. We're already there. And the proof is in the pudding. We have videos, and obviously after I'm done talking and saying what I have to say, I'm going to play all those videos, and uh, then you decide yourself, because this Ukraine deal, there's something much bigger that meets the eye, and uh, this Ukraine war has, I think, been planned. Really planned. Like, since... I'm, I'm saying, like, since 2012. At least. I'd say at least nine, ten years ago that this has been planned. This has been in the works for a long time. Um... You know, for those who don't believe in the election being frauded, you guys need to start doing your homework and realize that it, it has been frauded. And it's, the, the elections have been frauded for a very long time. 
Um, it's just the reason why you hear more about it is because of all the technology we have and the communication that we have to one another. So it makes it easier to see things. And you've got whistleblowers who put this information out there for you to pay attention to. And I'm not saying every whistleblower is credible. What I am saying is you have to listen. It doesn't hurt to check something out when somebody says something. You know, that's why there's a lot of things that go wrong in this world because people don't say nothing. They don't do their homework to check on things. And, you know, I'm one of those people that check on things. I do what is necessary so I get the information, whether I'm called crazy or not. And uh, usually I'm right. Usually when I find things out a few years earlier, they end up actually really happening a few years later. So, you know, but where we're headed is, it's not good. Um, you have President Biden, who literally bluntly came out and told you all that we are in a World War III. His own words. And nobody cares. Everyone thinks, hey, nuclear war, great. You don't want a nuclear war. In fact, I don't even think you want a war to come to your doorstep. Because I know a lot of you people ain't got it in you. You won't survive. You're not ready. A lot of people like me, we're ready. I hope you understand that. Because there is a lot to a war. And just because it's not at your doorstep now, doesn't mean it will not be at your doorstep later. So wake up. Because where we're headed is not a good place. It's not a good place. You're 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 playing with a country that has nuclear weapons just as about as good as ours. And you want to keep allowing this president to control the narrative on that. Ridiculous. Stupid. This guy has done created our World War Three, And y'all idiots were worried about Trump? Come on now. And I'm not calling people who are already awake idiots. I'm calling the ones who still are asleep. You know, woke. I mean, come on. 
it gets old. It gets old watching this stuff. And it gets frustrating. Because just like you, I got family too. So, how do you stop this? Because it's already went, I think, too far. I think that we are headed in a direction where you can't stop. There's, it's all AC road from here. That's what I think. And it's about to get real crazy. But seriously, folks, like, this has been going on for a long time, and all the warning signs were there. And unfortunately, I think we're already there. So, it is what it is. So, how do we, how do we handle this? See, look, this is the size of Russia. This is the size of Ukraine. Get it? We are fools to think that Ukraine can beat Russia by itself. You are nuts to think that. But you guys are playing with a game that can backfire. And all you listeners and people who are watching need to figure out a way to stop it. Because you do not want to be hit with a nuke. You don't come back from that. You don't get to rewind time. People running this game, the people behind the scene, don't care about you. They don't care about those Ukrainians, and they don't care about those Russians. Everybody needs to remember one thing, okay? We are all humans. Us, Russians, Ukrainians, and you die when you get shot, depending where you get shot at. And you will die for sure if you get hit with a nuke. Or, you know, a lot of you will die if they send an EMP to our country, shut everything down. We're not ready for that. This country's not ready for that. The infrastructure sucks. And with everybody wanting to fill their pockets with money versus trying to fix our infrastructure to protect us, good luck with that. This ain't never going to happen. Because if that was the case, our technology would be much more better than what it is today. 
much more. So between all these officials filling their pockets with money and taking innocent lives, that's serious. It's not a joke. You got a lot of lives that are being taken because of money, but money drives it. Something drives it. Something somebody wants drives it. And why we have such a deep interest in this is beyond me. You know, it seems like the United States is involved in all kinds of things. So, you know, how about like replacing other countries' presidents, involving ourselves in that? Why is it that this country can't just stick up for this country and leave all the other ones alone? Yeah, we must watch and protect ourselves, but why get involved in other elections? What's the point in that? What's the point in us trying to rid Vladimir Putin? For what? His presidency doesn't affect us. But ours does. But there ain't nobody paying attention to that. I mean... I lie. The people who are awake are paying attention to it. It's those of you who are still asleep. You know, or woke. Come on. Y'all are blind. And you're being deceived. I ain't no fool. I wasn't born yesterday. I know what's going on. I've been awake a long, long, long time ago. Awake and alert. And while a lot of you guys will loot and hurt other people because you're not prepared. is ridiculous because you will a lot of you will you'll go after the people who protected themselves way ahead of time and you'll try to take what we have because you didn't prepare well let me tell you something you'll regret that because those who are prepared are prepared for such looters. So you will be by yourself. If you do not prepare. Just saying. Because those times can happen. And they're here. 
Those times are very possible, more now than it ever was. And let me tell you something. When it will happen, it'll be at night when they do it. And I'll tell you why. First off, I think they'll send an EMP our way. They will try to shut down our electricity and all of our equipment. And they'll do it at night. You know why they'll do it at night? Because there's more radiation in the air at night. And they'll use that. Don't need that. Think I'm lying? Check it out for yourself. I don't know what to tell you. I sit here and I listen to Alex Jones preach and preach and preach and preach to everybody. And everybody says, oh, he's crazy. He's this. He's that. You know, same with Glenn Beck and Tucker Carlson. <laughs> Y'all are crazy for not listening. For not doing your homework. So, you know, I get trying to help a country in need of help. I get that. But when you got our American president, our supposed president, who goes to that country and basically jumps up and down as he's the one in control. If I were the enemy, I would look at that and say, there's the devil who started it. Just saying. Because this has been planned. Nothing's going to tell me different. Nothing. You know, it's different when, you know, the people of a country decides what they want to do. But it's different when you're told that you have to do it. And unfortunately, in a lot of these cases, just like us here, being told we have to do it. <laughs> it's on TV all the time. You, everybody's just so passive. They just ignore what's really being said. You know. You can sit there and say that Biden's some kind of fool all you want to. It looks like an idiot. Don't know what he's saying. But the stuff that he does say. The truth of things. You know they're the truth. Especially when he sits there and says, yeah, there's, you know, make no mistake, you're in a World War III. That's a World War III. And it is. It is a World War III. Because when you have more than two countries going against one country, that's World War. It's involving other countries. So, in, you know, in a war, if you're involved in other countries... And 
Well, that's a world war. And uh, in this situation, you're fucking with a country that has nukes. Just as good as ours. That will make it here. What is it that nobody gets? You, I'm telling you now, you really don't want a nuclear war. But I think we're going to get it handed to us. It seems that way. And I'm trying to tell y'all, wake the fuck up. Before it's too late. Stop the fucking war. Because you don't come back from a nuclear attack. Okay? You don't. You won't. If it happens. It's a very, very, very powerful tool that they have. And rest assured, if they were to put one of theirs up in the air, rest assured that we would definitely most likely put one up in the air as well. So a lot of people will die over stupidity. If that's what you want, let it happen then. But I hope you're prepared for it. Stop listening to these people where they sit there and tell you, oh, yeah, you got nothing to worry about. We're America. You know, I hate to say it, but I don't feel like we're America anymore. I miss the old America. I don't know what America this is. This is this is not the America I was brought up in. You know, I sit in there and I think about the 2020 election. And I sit here and I look at the numbers in the election that happened. The stolen election. Because that shit was stolen. There's just no question about it. Um, I mean, you got this fool, that this Biden character in there. And he got over 81 million popular votes. Come on. To Trump's 74. Four million, over almost 75 million votes. <laughs> it's just, it's just unbelievable. Okay, obviously, it, it's it's very unbelievable. But when you sit here, and and you know we realize that, you know this election has been stolen, and then you go and you look at, um. Zelensky's election in 2019. His popular vote was almost 14 million. And this guy didn't even have an alliance. The realist juggernauts. 
there's a powerful force in realism. realism. How do you, how do you not put that together? Compared to the guy he was up against, who had an alliance, who had an alliance, and then his vote was almost five million. Come on, how could you not put that together? Two elections. Don't make sense. And of course, you know, you got people who are listening to this and they say, man, this dude's really out there. He's really lost. No. Because you did, did you know that Biden had secret phone calls with the ex-president in Ukraine? Do you know that Biden blackmailed that president that's also going to be in the video here when I drop this um, like I said the truth is out there you just got to really look but to put it all together just all this through COVID-19 I think I think that that election was stolen as well they inserted this Zelensky in there, just like they inserted Biden. It's not a crazy thought. It is something for you to think about. Like I said, there's something big that's involved here. And uh, y'all got to get it. The information's out there. If you don't get it by now, you're never going to get it. You know, you're, you're, you're probably going to be lost forever. What do you call this? There's something. There's something much bigger to this. But I do know one thing's for sure. It probably ain't going to go down the way they want it to. And that's the scary part, because how far will they go to get where they want to go? How far will they go? There's nothing in this world that you can do to convince me that the 2020 election wasn't rigged, because it was. And I believe the same goes for Ukraine as well. That dude was inserted. In one of the videos that I watched, it, it basically, you know, they're like, oh, he's, he's the, oh, now he's the real president. What? Is the real president now? Come on. I don't I don't I don't buy it. 
Like I said, this has been planned for a while. But uh, hey, what do I know? I'll just sit back here on this stupid ass camera and this microphone and just look stupid. Because to many of you, I probably do. To many of you, you probably don't care. But you should. You should care. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to say to change anybody's mind. I'm not, you know, I, I'm not going to be that person to to try to even force you to change your mind. You can't. It's not how we do things. So you believe what you want and do what you want and proceed how you want. But when hard times get really hard and you got nothing to survive on, to all those people that don't pay attention and are for this jackass of a president that we have, because he is a jackass, bottom line, I don't respect the man. There's, there's nothing you can tell me about respecting Biden. Because I don't. I think he's cocky. I think he's arrogant. I always thought of that him. And that's one thing I can't stand is arrogant people. I hate arrogant people. If you're arrogant, I don't like you. That's just that. You're just part of the problem. So, that's that. The Realist Juggernauts. There's a powerful force in realism. realism. I don't like anybody who's for war. I don't like cheaters. None of that. And I'm sure a lot of you think like I do. You know? But won't speak out because they're afraid of being censored. Or being afraid to, you know, come here and shut you down. Fuck that. Don't be afraid. You gotta stand up for you and your family. You gotta do the right thing. I mean, unless you're related to Biden then he's not your relative, so what's your point? He's just somebody who's filling his wallet with your money. The money that you worked hard for. Spending your money. You know, I'm all for helping Ukraine. I'm all for that. Great. But not like this. Not like this. There, there's, there's a way to help him, then there's a way to help him. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, there's, you know, there's a good way and there's a bad way. And all I'm seeing is the bad way. Because there's something in it. Just saying. 
but we're here so we're here and we got to deal with it we need to start um making smarter choices to who you put in office you need to do your homework But anyways, enough of my ranting. Um, regardless of who you are and what you do, I love you all. But I hope we don't end up in a really bad situation. So... But that's all it's been lately. Nothing has been, nothing has been kosher. Everything's just being changed, and you know nothing seems right. Everything's upside down. Really, really upside down. So I don't know. Well, anyways. I'm going to get off of here and let these videos play. I hope y'all have a great night, a safe night, be safe, and God bless. facts and common sense are in. Yes, there have been corrupt empires. Yes, they manipulate. Yes, there are secret societies. Yes, there have been oligarchies throughout history. And yes, today in 2002, there is a tyrannical organization calling itself the New World Order, pushing for worldwide government, a cashless society, open borders, total and complete tyranny, where human beings are absolutely worthless. There's six and a quarter plus billion of us, and the globalists have said it many times. There's too many of us. We're causing a problem. Uh, we need to be culled at the tune of 80%. It's amazing to talk about that, but it's the globalists, the UN, their own public statements, and they've convinced a lot of liberals and elitist conservatives and others uh, that by going along with this, that we're intelligent members of society. It's the ultimate Malthus worldview. It is... Uh, this radical, virulent form uh, of social Darwinism. It's the excuse of tyrants. And by creating open borders where there's no national sovereignty and only global bodies that control all the resources. Um, I remember going over convincing our team, our brothers, <coughs> to convincing us that we should be providing for loan guarantees. And I went over, I guess, the 12th, 13th time to Kiev and... Uh, and I was going, supposed to announce that there was another billion-dollar loan guarantee. And I had gotten a commitment from Poroshenko and from uh, Yatsenyuk that they would take action against the state prosecutor, and they didn't. So they said they had. They were walking out to press conference. Said, "No, nah. I said I'm not going to. We're not going to give you the billion dollars." They said, "You have no authority. You're not the president." The president said, "I said call him." <laughs> I said, "I'm telling you, you're not getting the billion dollars." 
I said, you're not getting the billion. I'm going to be leaving here. And I think it was, what, six hours? I looked, I said, I'm leaving in six hours. If the prosecutor's not fired, you're not getting the money. Oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> Got fired. And they put in place someone who was solid at the time. Well, there's still, they, so they made some genuine, substantial changes institutionally and with... Tonight, the president is back at the White House, but there is a Biden worldwide walk back happening after he appeared to call for a regime change in Russia. The White House is cleaning that up, along with many other remarks from his trip overseas. Check it out. For God's sake, this man cannot remain power. We do not have a strategy of regime change in Russia or anywhere else for that matter. Ukrainian people have a lot of backbone, they have a lot of guts. I'm sure you're observing it, and you're going to see when you're there. If chemical weapons were used in Ukraine, would that trigger a military response from NATO? It would, re it would trigger a response in kind. The United States has no intention of using chemical weapons, period, under any circumstances. We begin tonight with those words from President Biden behind closed doors, but they made immediate news. The president warning the risk of nuclear Armageddon has not been this high since the Cuban Missile Crisis, amid the threats from Vladimir Putin. The president saying Putin is not joking. As the Russians face serious setbacks in Ukraine, President Biden saying the threat of the use of nuclear weapons has not been this high since Kennedy and Cuba. President Biden also acknowledging the administration is asking what so many around the world, what so many here in the U.S. are asking. President Biden asking, quote, what is Putin's off-ramp? Our chief White House correspondent, Cecilia Vega, leading us off tonight from the White House. Tonight, with the war going badly for Russia, the strongest warning yet from President Biden, saying when Vladimir Putin threatens to use nuclear weapons, he, quote, is not joking. No cameras allowed in the New York City fundraiser, but the White House confirming the president went on to say, quote, we have not faced the prospect of Armageddon since Kennedy and the Cuban Missile Crisis. The U.S. has repeatedly warned Russia that using nuclear weapons on the battlefield would trigger catastrophic consequences. President Biden also telling the crowd that Putin's army is, quote, significantly underperforming. And that if he is backed into a corner, the president says Putin may turn to chemical and biological weapons or unleash a nuclear attack. But today, the White House seeming to try and downplay the president's stark warning, with multiple officials going on the record to say they see no intelligence that the Kremlin is preparing to use nuclear weapons imminently. In Ukraine tonight, President Zelensky saying he does not believe Russia is ready to use nuclear arms yet, but that Moscow is laying the groundwork with the Russian public. They begin to prepare their society. That is very dangerous. And the risk grows the more Russia falls back on the battlefield. Ukraine says 200 square miles of its territory and dozens of settlements have been retaken in the south in just the last week. And in the east, Ukrainian forces are also advancing. Our Ian panel has been reporting on the devastation left in the wake of the Russian retreat. The level of destruction in this town is truly shocking. Every single building has been razed to the ground. Because when the Russians came in here, they didn't just fire on the Ukrainian military. They deliberately destroyed every single building. And this is a policy that's been carried out across Ukraine, a policy of scorched earth. 
Inside Russia, Putin's war is facing growing public and now private criticism. According to The Washington Post, a member of Putin's inner circle voiced disagreement directly to the Russian president over mistakes and mismanagement in the war. The Post says the criticism was deemed so significant, it was included in President Biden's daily intelligence briefing. They intend to transform a local conflict into a phase of global confrontation. The West was not plotting to attack Russia. I want to repeat, it's they who have started the war. We have used and are using force to stop it. So the speeches go back and forth. President Biden, Russian President Vladimir Putin trading barbs over the war in Ukraine. That conflict reaching its one-year mark later this week. And Russia is drawing closer to China, teaming up in a direct challenge to U.S. power on the global chessboard. And this has gotten complicated. Former U.S. Ambassador to NATO, Kurt Volker, with me now. Sir, thank you for coming back and good morning to you. About 30 minutes ago, we were watching the president at the table there um, with the B-9, as they call them, the Bucharest 9. What comes from this visit? What's the takeaway? Well, uh, there's several things here. First off, I think the president's visit to Ukraine was very important. Uh, that shows that we are in this and that we are going to support Ukraine. It's attaching U.S. prestige to this. Pulitzer Prize-winning journalist Seymour Hersh, relying on unnamed national security sources, recently published an article on his substack about the destruction of the Nord Stream pipelines. Two pipelines, known as Nord Stream 1, provided Western Europe with cheap Russian gas for more than a decade. These pipelines were seen by NATO as a threat to Western dominance. Profits were shared with the Russian government and provided up to 45% of their annual budget. A second pair, called Nord Stream 2, had been built but were not yet operational. NATO was concerned that as long as Europe remained dependent upon these pipelines, Germany would be reluctant to supply Ukraine with money and weapons to fight Russia. And so the Biden administration authorized Jake Sullivan to assemble a task force with members of the Biden White House, the CIA, and the Pentagon to come up with a plan for the destruction of the pipelines. The operation was run by Victoria Newland, Anthony Blinken, and Jake Sullivan. The Navy proposed using a submarine to assault the pipeline directly. The Air Force proposed dropping bombs with delayed fuses. And the CIA argued that whatever was done, it would have to be covert, because if the attack was traced to the U.S., then it would be an act of war. In early 2022, right after the CIA reported to Sullivan that they had a plan, both Victoria Newland and President Biden publicly threatened to bring an end to Nord Stream 2. If Russia invades Ukraine, one way or another, Nord Stream 2 will not move forward. If Russia invades, uh, that means tanks or troops crossing the, uh, the, the border of Ukraine again, then uh, there, will be, uh, we, there will be no longer a Nord Stream 2. According to the source, this public announcement meant that blowing up the pipeline no longer could be considered a covert option and that there was no longer a legal requirement to report their plans to Congress. The Americans partnered with Norway, who had their own motivations for the destruction of the Nord Stream pipelines. 
which would allow them to sell more of their own natural gas to Europe. In March of 2022, members of the team flew to Norway to meet with the Norwegian Secret Service. The Norwegian Navy decided on a spot in the shallow waters of the Baltic Sea, a few miles off Denmark's Bornholm Island, where the divers, operating from a Norwegian Alta-class mine hunter, would plant C4 charges with concrete protective covers on the four pipelines. Divers were chosen from the U.S. Navy's Diving and Salvage Center in Panama City, which specializes in training deepwater divers to use C4 explosives because they were Navy only and not members of America's Special Operations Command, whose covert operations would need to be reported to Congress. The mission was secretly embedded into an annual training exercise already scheduled for June of 2022, known as Baltic Operations 22, or BaltOps 22, wherein the Panama City divers would place C4 explosives with a 48-hour timer attached. But the White House then worried that triggering the explosion within two days of the well-publicized training exercise would make it obvious that America was responsible. And so it was decided that the C-4 would be triggered by a sonar buoy later dropped by plane. The buoy would emit a sequence of unique low-frequency tonal sounds to trigger the explosives. On September 26, 2022, a Norwegian Navy P-8 surveillance plane dropped the sonar buoy. The signal spread underwater and a few hours later, the high-powered explosives were triggered and three of the four pipelines were put out of commission. According to Hirsch's national security sources, it was a beautiful cover story. It was a covert operation that placed experts in the field and equipment that operated on a covert signal. No information to suggest uh, that the United States was involved in bombing the Nord Stream pipeline. Because he would have, he, you would have, you would have been, you weren't briefed sir, on it. Sir, sir, you got your chance to ask yes, a question. So you yeah. an opportunity to respond. You weren't given information because he explicitly says you weren't briefed to, on it. Right. Shouldn't you inquire? So here's what I'll say about, I think, you know, President Biden's leadership generally as it relates to the Ukraine and Russia. We committed an act of war. What are you doing to respond to that? We have to hold Biden accountable. So listen, you're from Brooklyn, right? You know when to call bullshit when you sure, see it. So sure. do I. Look at this is bullshit right now. And I see what's Thank happening you. right now. That does not silence me. So, you can hear me right now. I want you to say something about the bombing because we're all going to die from a nuclear war right now unless you stop it and you at least put an inquire into whether or not it's true. This war in Ukraine is going to leave us all dead. I want to play a clip here. I want to really magnify and support. There's a bunch of these I saw today, but won't have time to get to any of them except one. You see the AP reporter calling out the Defense Department spokesman saying that, you know, NATO and the U.S. started the war in Russia and Ukraine. That's just a fact. Uh, you see Trump coming out against the war. You see citizens going to these town hall events and getting in the faces of Republicans and Democrats that are pushing this. So listen to this gaslighting 
when Jose Vega confronts Hakeem Jeffries, a member of Congress, on the Nord Stream 2 pipeline revelations and World War III. Now, he cusses some, but other than that, his message is dead on, and this is the spirit. This is how we should all be behaving, minus the cussing, but I get why he's pissed. You know, it's like Charlton Hess at the end of Planet of the Apes. He's like, you murderers, you bleat GD, blah, 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 you blew it all up, you idiots. I mean, that's really where we are, and I've got more polls out today. Again, 80% are against the war. 80% think Biden's doing a bad job in the war. 80%. 80% aren't against it. It should be 99%, but it wasn't declared by Congress. It's out of control, and it's wrong. So here's a clip of Jose Vega, and there's a bunch more. Then it was like the whole group gets against him, and then, uh, you know, then they go, fine, we're not taking any more questions. So if, if you just go online and type in Jose Vega into Twitter, you'll see his confrontation. And then the same tweet, it's just boom, 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 boom. I mean, I, I probably watched 10 clips this morning. A few of the people against World War III were wearing masks. You couldn't hear what they were saying. Please take the damn mask off. The same folks bringing you the war brought you the mask hysteria and the poison shots. So here is this very, very important clip. And we'll be right back with your phone call straight ahead. The UN Security Council had a meeting yesterday and Ray McGovern spoke to it. He is a former member of the CIA and he testified in support of Seymour Hersh's article on the United States bombing Nord Stream pipeline. If it is proven that the United States bombed the Nord Stream 2 pipeline as has been asserted by Seymour Hersh and his article, will you call for the United States to acknowledge and admit that that was an act of war against Germany and Russia. And I'm asking this because this may be the only way to prevent the rest of us from being killed in a thermonuclear war. And I don't want to be fried. Don't you think the media should be reporting on whether or not this is true? And don't you think you should be inquiring into whether or not this is true? Well, thank you for the question. Uh, one, I've got no information to suggest uh, that the United States was involved in bombing the Nord Stream pipeline. Because he would have, he, you would have, you would have been, you weren't briefed on it. Sir, sir, you got your chance to ask a question. You weren't given information because he explicitly says you weren't briefed on it. Shouldn't you inquire? So here's what I'll say about, I think, you know, President Biden's leadership generally as it relates to the Ukraine and Russia. We committed an act of war. What are you doing to respond to that? We have to hold Biden accountable. So Listen, you're from Brooklyn, right? You know when to call bullshit when you sure, see it. So sure. do I. Look at that. This is bullshit right now. And I see what's Thank happening you. right now. That does not silence me. So, you can hear me right now. I want you to say something about the bombing because we're all going to die from a nuclear war right now unless you stop it and you at least put an inquire into whether or not it's true. This war in Ukraine is going to leave us all dead. So what are you going to do? Because you need to inquire. Here's I'm a New I'll Yorker say. too. Here's what I'll say. Say it. We're going to continue to stand with the Ukrainian people. That's fucking bullshit. Do not do that. You will end us all dead. In this war against We Vladimir need Putin. peace. We need talks. Because Why are you sabotaging talks? Not do not put your hands on me. We need Ukraine peace talks. I am Russia. not going to take this. It's a we battle need peace talks. It's a you are leaving. Listen. Did you even read the allegations? It's a no. battle between how about, truth how about accountability? And not airheadedness. And it's a battle between okay. tyranny and freedom. And democracy, okay. truth, and freedom will not prevail. And the United States is going to make sure that, that happens. Not destruction. How about that? How about you to join me you damn airhead, you're going to kill us all. I don't want to die in a.
damn nuclear war and we nobody dies. I'm not going to pretend to know what goes in President Putin's mind or Russian military commanders. I mean, I barely got a history degree at the University of South Florida. What I can tell you, what I can tell you is that is that uh, NATO is a defensive alliance. It remains a defensive alliance. Fair enough, but it has moved east, correct? I mean, that's just a fact. It has expanded, absolutely. Right, exactly. But there's no reason reason for anybody to think the expansion is a hostile or threatening move. And we've been saying that throughout the last 15 years, man. You're you're moving closer to Russia. You're blaming the Russians for being close to NATO. No, no, no. no. That's that's exactly what Hegel said. We're blaming the Russians for violating the territorial integrity of Ukraine and destabilizing the security situation. Which is not a NATO member. Which is not a NATO. That profound clip, AP journalist Matt Lee destroys John Kirby, should be seen by all Americans because you could teach a college course on gaslighting off that two and a half minute clip. Kirby's asked about history and says, I don't care about history. I don't know anything about history. And everybody giggles and laughs. That was meant to the general public who he knows doesn't know a lot of history. Of course, he's a major military tactician. He knows all about it. He's the Joseph Goebbels of the Biden administration. That's what people at military academies study is history because history repeats. This is all about history. Let me play a clip of Kirby who's normally the deputy press secretary. He's really an admiral. But now that we're in World War III land, he's strutting around in his admiral outfit, and he's asked by the Associated Press in his little fancy clown outfit, well, why are we on the border with Russia? And he bumbles around doesn't know what to do. Because the same George Soros buying off all the politicians and the district attorneys and defunding the police, the same George Soros doing that. I played a clip last year where he said, I am really the czar of Russia now. I will run Russia. I mean, this is just insanity. Here's Kirby with the Associated Press reporter who deserves credit. Journalist Matt Lee destroys John Kirby. Here it is. To look at this and say the reason that the Russian army is on NATO, uh, the, the Russian army is at NATO's doorstep is because NATO has expanded rather than the, the Russians expanding. That, In other words... NATO has moved closer to Russia rather than Russia moving closer to NATO. Is that not an accurate way to look at this? I think that's the way President Putin probably looks at it. It's certainly not but the way that we look at it. You don't you don't think that NATO has expanded eastward toward Russia? NATO has expanded, okay. and, and the expansion so the has reason, been a good thing for... So the reason that the Russian army is at NATO's doorstep is not the fault of the Russian army, not the... It's not the Russian army that's done it. It's NATO has moved closer to move east. I'm pretty sure it wasn't NATO who was ordering, you know, upwards of 15 battalion tactical groups to within 10 kilometers of the border with Ukraine. And I'm pretty sure it wasn't NATO who put little green men inside Ukraine to destabilize eastern cities. I'm pretty sure that Ukraine is not a member of NATO. So unless that's changed. It's not not changed. But I'm pretty sure the movement by Russia is Russia's If NATO has moved east... The reason that the Russian army is closer or on NATO's doorstep is because NATO moved. Not NATO because- is not an, an anti-Russia alliance. NATO is a security alliance. For 50 years, it was an anti-Soviet alliance. So do you, not understand it, so do you not understand how or can you not even see how the Russians would perceive it as a, as a threat? And the fact that it keeps getting closer to their border while their troops 
I mean, the, the places where their troops are, you say their troops are, and may, may have been in Ukraine and Georgia, are not NATO members. I don't have, I'm not going to pretend to know what goes in President Putin's mind or Russian military commanders. I mean, okay. I barely got a history degree at the University of South Florida. Right. What, I can tell you, what I can tell you is that, is that uh, NATO is a defensive alliance. It remains a defensive alliance. Fair enough, but it has moved east, correct? I mean, that's just a it fact. It has expanded, absolutely. Right, exactly. But it's, there's no the reason for anybody to think the expansion is a hostile or threatening move. Okay. And we've been saying that throughout the last 15 years, Matt. It's like getting, you're, you're, you're moving closer to Russia. You're blaming the Russians for being close to NATO. No, no, no. no. That's <laughs> exactly what Hegel We're thought. blaming the Russians for violating the territorial integrity of Ukraine okay. and destabilizing okay. the security Which situation. Which is not a NATO member. Which is not a NATO. I, I, I see other countries. This is an essential yeah. clip. This is profound. An admiral, main propagandist, doesn't know history. Of course they do. War is all about knowing history knowing about groups and organizations. And they've been trying to overthrow the Russian government and others. And they overthrew the Ukrainian government. So the West started this. 80% of Americans are against the war. Let's stop the damn thing now. Let's impeach Biden. Let's come back to sanity now. Stop World War III now. 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 But that profound clip, AP journalist Matt Lee destroys John Kirby should be seen by all Americans because you could teach a college course on gaslighting off that two and a half minute clip. Kirby's asked about history and says, I don't care about history. I don't know anything about history. And everybody giggles and laughs. That was meant to the general public who he knows doesn't know a lot of history. Of course, he's a major military tactician. He knows all about it. He's the Joseph Goebbels of the Biden administration. That's what people at military academies study is history because history repeats. This is all about history. Why would anyone think that our corrupt government sees communist China as an enemy? They have been close partners for over 50 years. In 1971, after Mao Zedong spent years calling for the invasion of America, Henry Kissinger, acting as President Nixon's special representative, secretly traveled to Beijing to open business relations with the CCP. George H.W. Bush then went to China as the director of the U.S. Liaison Office and paved the way for multinational outsourcing of America's labor markets. Fast forward to 2001, the inside job of taking down the Twin Towers accomplished many things for the corrupt U.S. government. It was the Pearl Harbor event that the neocons wrote they needed to launch their plan for a new American century. It was the catalyst for the Patriot Act, which is being used today to target American patriots. And it was a way to account for trillions of missing dollars. On the afternoon of September 10, 2001, U.S. Secretary of Defense Donald Rumsfeld announced that the Pentagon was unable to account for $2.3 trillion. The technology revolution has transformed organizations across the private sector. But not ours, not fully. Not yet. We are, as they say, uh, tangled in our anchor chain. Our financial systems are decades old, 
According to some estimates, we cannot track $2.3 trillion in transactions. The very next day, on 9-11, the Pentagon's budget offices took a direct hit and was destroyed. The markets closed for two weeks, banks all across the nation were closed, and the missing $2.3 trillion was forgotten. With overwhelming evidence of 9-11 being a series of controlled demolitions, the debris and wreckage from the felled towers was not investigated. Instead, it was immediately shipped off to China. And on December 11th of that same year, China became a member of the World Trade Organization. Having been given favorable trading status by the U.S., the CCP was virtually exempt from violating human rights violations and millions of Americans began losing their jobs as manufacturing was outsourced to CCP slave labor factories. Fast forward to the current era. Our government worked with the communist Chinese to weaponize COVID-19 and to further destabilize the American economy with forced lockdowns and deadly experimental vaccines that are still killing people to this day, including children. The U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics desperately publishes a fake jobs report claiming over 500,000 jobs when the actual numbers are more like 80,000. The housing market is collapsing. 41% of small businesses can't pay their rent. The U.S. debt is at $31 trillion. The Federal Reserve Bank is backed into a corner and the crooked U.S. government needs another 9-11. And right on cue, a giant balloon, big enough to be seen by all, slowly creeps across the American skies. The average American is now talking about EMPs. Our government's partner, the CCP, takes credit, and a new bin Laden is born. The stage is now set for an EMP attack so that the banks have an excuse to close, steal the rest of America's wealth making way for the CCP's digital yuan to become the new world reserve currency. They are probing us everywhere, Martha. They're probing us uh, in the Pacific with their fighter aircraft. We had a close incident not too many weeks ago. They're probing us in our home by putting propaganda on TikTok, poisoning our children. They're working in our schools and universities. This is just another example of the Chinese Communist Party's aggression. Why would anyone think that our government is enemies with the Communist Chinese? In 2020, Klaus Schwab of the World Economic Forum warned of an impending cyber attack that will take down all of society. We all know, but still pay insufficient attention to the frightening scenario of a comprehensive cyber attack, which would bring to a complete halt to the power supply transportation, hospital services, our society as a whole. In 2022, Joe Biden stated that sending tanks to Ukraine is called World War III. The idea, the idea that we're going to send in offensive equipment and have planes and tanks and trains uh, going in with American pilots and American crews, just understand, don't kid yourself, no matter what you all say, that's called World War III. Earlier this month, 
managing director of the World Economic Forum, Jeremy Jurgens, says that a catastrophic cyber event will likely occur in the next two years. The most striking finding that we found is that 93% of cyber leaders and 86% of cyber business leaders believe that the geopolitical instability makes a catastrophic cyber event likely in the next two years. This far exceeds anything that we've seen in previous surveys. This week, a German foreign minister casually stated that they are at war with Russia. And therefore, I've said already in the last days, yes, we have to do more to defend Ukraine. Yes, we have to do more also on tanks. But the most important and the crucial part is that we do it together and that we do not do the blame game in Europe because we are fighting a war against Russia and not against each other. Thank you. President Joe Biden responds by sending 31 M1 Abrams tanks to Ukraine. And today, today I'm announcing that the United States will be sending 31 Abrams tanks to Ukraine. And now all of the media is warning of nuclear war or a Russian cyber attack. That'll be the first time they actually discuss it in Congress when we are hit with a massive cyber attack from Russia in response. If you are not suspicious by now, then you are not paying attention. Our government is not at war with Russia. They are at war with the American people. And in order to build back better, they need their cyber attack. Now they have a cover story and the media is sticking their finger into the PTSD wounds of all Americans so that we do nothing but sit at home in fear and wait for the end. Reporting for InfoWars, this is Greg Reese. The destruction of America from within has been going on for over 200 years. Seven years after the American Revolution, the Paris Peace Treaty of 1783 established the King of England as the Prince Elector of the United States, and America continued paying debts to the Crown. During the War of 1812, the British torched the White House. The Act of 1871 created a separate corporate government for the District of Columbia, allowing it to operate with its own laws outside of the U.S. Constitution, creating the Corporation of the United States and a new city-state for the Old World Order, with its financial capital in the City of London, its religious capital in Vatican City, and its military capital in the District of Columbia. These city-states have their own sovereignty. In 1913, the Federal Reserve Act gave full control of America's wealth to a private corporation beholden to the city of London. During the Nuremberg trials, only 19 were found guilty, while hundreds of Nazi war criminals were given jobs in the United States military-industrial complex. 
If you were to search online for just about any Middle Eastern country in the 1950s, you will see what the region looked like before British Petroleum, the CIA, and the Mossad turned it into a hellhole of radical Islamic rule. Placing psychotic puppets in power, the Old World Order then used it as a catalyst for the war against terror, which was then used to destabilize the region and create the catalyst for mass migration into Europe and America. Many Americans refuse to recognize the endless crimes against humanity being committed by our own government. And so, by default, they blindly support it. Even when the American government is caught funding bioweapons labs around the Russian border, many Americans turn a blind eye. And so now the majority of the world stands with Russia and see America as the main threat against humanity. A new video produced by Russia's Wagner private military is now recruiting Americans to join them in their fight against the United States, pointing out how the United States has become a force of evil and is no longer what our forefathers intended it to be. You were a hero to your country, giving your best years in the army. You dreamed of defeating evil. You dreamed of doing much to make America great again. But in reality, you saw criminal others, the destruction of nations, the death of civilians, and all for the will of a bunch of families who thought they were earthly gods, deciding who would live under the robe and who would be destroyed. to realize that this is the side of evil. This is not the America the founding fathers dreamed of. It has become the focus of the evil that is destroying the whole world. And today, the only country fighting this evil is Russia. If you're a true patriot of the very future great America, Join the ranks of the warriors of Russia. Help defeat evil, or it will be too late for everyone. If Americans were as righteous as we think we are, then we would not stand for such a corrupt government, wreaking havoc on the rest of the world in our name. Instead, most of us are content fighting each other and turning a blind eye. Reporting for InfoWars, this is Greg Reese. Thank you for watching the latest Greg Reese Report. Be sure to go to reesreport.com to see my latest videos, sign up for my free newsletter, and subscribe for exclusive content. And be sure to support my sponsor at InfoWarsStore.com. In the year 2000, Alex Jones's film, Dark Secrets Inside Bohemian Grove, showed the world how our so-called elite leaders practice mock ritual sacrifices in private. Next summer sets us free. In 2007, Alex Jones releases Endgame, 
exposing the world elite's plans for covertly using biological weapons against all of mankind. And by the time they launched their attack in 2020, Alex Jones's InfoWars and our audience were there to warn the people of the deadly vaccines that we knew were coming. This is why they attack us. This is why we need your support. Because we tell the truth, Alex Jones was right. Join the resistance, buy products, donate to the cause, share the links, join us in the fight for freedom, and help us defeat the New World Order. Morning, A morning that took so many by surprise. More importantly, how are the children? A U.S. president in a country at war. This visit, months in the planning, according to the White House, with President Joe Biden only giving the go-ahead for the secretive trip last Friday. Thank you very much for coming, Mr. President. It is a huge moment of supporting the Ukraine. Biden is seen by many Russians and their government as the de facto leader of a proxy NATO war against their country. Nonetheless, the White House says it gave the Putin regime a few hours' notice of the visit to try and prevent any airstrikes on Kyiv. Because as the president remember, I was warning the world that he was going to attack. I was certain of it. When American presidents visited Afghanistan and Iraq in wartime, they had protection from the U.S. armed forces. In Ukraine, there is no direct U.S. military presence, necessitating a tricky, secretive and pared-down visit. A 10-hour train ride from Poland with just a handful of staff and two journalists sworn to secrecy. The enduring image of the day, the two leaders on a walkabout amid air raid sirens. And as Biden announced another half a billion dollars in military aid, Zelensky showed the U.S. president a plaque in his honor on Ukraine's Walk of the Brave. But this visit was also a very clear symbolic message of unity to Vladimir Putin as the anniversary of Russia's full-scale invasion approaches. He thought he could outlast us. I don't think he's thinking that right now. God knows what he's thinking, but I don't think he's thinking that. President Joe Biden has now left Kyiv and is in Poland. His visit there includes a meeting with leaders of Eastern European NATO countries. And it also coincides with Vladimir Putin's State of the Union address on Tuesday, where he could announce details of a new spring offensive. The realist juggernauts. There's a powerful force in realism. Realism. One thing I should say, on, and I know this is called the World Government Summit, um, but uh, I think we should be maybe a little bit concerned about uh, actually becoming too much of a single world government. Um, if, if I may say that we want to avoid creating a civilizational risk by having, um, frankly, this may sound a little odd, too much cooperation between governments. Um, you know, if you know, if you look at say the at history and the rise and fall of civilizations. Um, the, the really all throughout history, civilizations have risen and fallen, but it hasn't meant the doom of humanity as a whole because there have been, been all these separate civilizations that were separated by 
great distances. While Rome was falling, it, uh, it, you know, uh, Islam was rising, and that actually ended up being a source of preservation of knowledge uh, and, uh, and many scientific advancements. And so, um, so I think we want to be a little bit cautious about uh, being too much of a world, of a single uh, civilization, because if we are too much of a single civilization, then if, if, we're, if the, whole, the whole thing may collapse. Um, I'm not, obviously not suggesting war or anything like that, but I think we want to be a little bit wary of actually cooperating too much. It sounds a little odd, but um, but we, we just we, we want to have some amount of civilizational diversity such that if uh, if something does go wrong with some part of civilization, that the whole thing doesn't collapse uh, and, and, and you know humanity keeps moving forward. Well, we live to see it. Elon Musk at the World Economic Forum decrying their world government at their world government summit. That's what this book, The Great Reset and the War for the World, is all about. And the final signed copies are available for a limited time, just a few weeks, at InfoWarsTore.com. So get your copy of the book and help keep us on air at InfoWarsTore.com. We've come a long way, but the war has not yet been won. There is a war for the future happening right now. There is a war that will control my destiny, your destiny, our children's destinies. And that war is something that we can win, but it takes dedication, it takes commitment. That's why I ask listeners respectfully to go to InfoWarsStore.com and buy great products that will enrich and empower your life while keeping us on air at the very same time. InfoWarsStore.com to get a signed or unsigned copy of my book, The Great Reset and the War for the World. Ultimate Bone Broth, back in stock. Nitric Boost, uh, the amazing CBD oil we have that's the highest quality you're going to find anywhere at more than half off. It's all available at InfoWarsStore.com, some of the very best products. And a lot of you have never shopped at InfoWarsStore. You've been watching for years, you've been listening for years, but you've never taken the step to go to InfoWarsStore. These are great products that really work and are amazing. Plus, they keep us on air. So again, please take action. Go to InfoWarsStore.com today, and I thank you.